Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're discussing an upcoming Gutman Library Distinguished Author Series, focusing on the book Dancing in the Rain, Leading with Compassion, Vitality, and Mindfulness in Education. We're here with Jerome Murphy, Jerry Murphy DeMost, former dean of the Ed School and author of this wonderful book. Jerry, welcome to the EdCast. It's great to be here. Thanks, Matt. Jerry, this is one of the more interesting titles that you'll see on the bookshelf, (laughs) Dancing in the Rain. How does that connect with mindfulness and education? I love the title, by the way. Thank you. Um, What I'm trying to really put forward here is the notion with the rain that there's a lot of stress out there. There's a lot of downpours with the stress and strain of, of being in leadership positions. And there's a lot of work out there talking about how do you just deal with the stress And this book, through use of mindfulness and other things, does focus on stress. But I also, with the dancing, I want to emphasize at the same time that you're living a stressful life, you can dance. You can get up and be fully alive. You can do those things that put you in the present moment and um, make you feel as if you're making a difference. It's totally totally a layered title. I I love it. And, And a little bit about your work most recently with mindfulness. I know you've done some institutes here at the Ed School. A little bit about for those who don't know what mindfulness means and how it applies to educators. That's sort of been your bailiwick, focusing on mindfulness as it relates to the stresses and challenges of educators. That's correct. And mindfulness is a really, at its essence, is a way of paying attention, a special way of paying attention. And the way John Kabat-Zinn says, paying attention on purpose uh, and in the present moment and not judgmentally. And the argument I try to make in the book is that mindfulness sometimes is thought of as this kind of woo-woo thing that comes from from the East, from Buddhism, and what relevance does it have for the West? But it really is about trying to figure out where your attention is, where you place your attention, and how can you get greater control over your attention. In the process of that, you can do a better job of dealing with stress. I think a lot of people look to deal with stress in all sorts of different ways, and, and you do focus on the, the minds and the hearts here. I mean, that's part of the inner strengths component. Was that always part of your approach to helping educators from when you were dean to now the work that you're doing? It's, it's relatively new. Uh, it started about t- 10 years ago when I was asked uh, to write a chapter on the pain of leadership, which was beginning to be talked about a lot more. And I said to myself, well, you know, who knows about pain? And the answer is Buddhists and psychotherapists. So about 10 years ago, I started being the only educator, nine psychologists, who on a regular basis would go to the meetings with shrinks and hear people present on how do you deal with various problems and increasingly how mindfulness can play a role in dealing with those problems. That also grew out of what I found with the students that were coming to my class, that a lot of them were coming after having failed. They had either been leaders or they'd had a terrible boss and they didn't know quite what to do with that. And they needed inner work, so to speak, about how to process that so that they could be more effective in what they were doing. The name of the book is Dancing in the Rain, Leading with Compassion, Vitality, and Mindfulness in Education. There's a big book talk coming up, Jerry, on Monday. Here, here. 5.30 to 7 p.m. in Gutman Conference Center. That's the, the lower level of, of Gutman Library on Appian Way in Cambridge. It's open to the public. Uh, very excited. Everyone's very excited about it. It's, it's going to be live streamed and everything. Well, tell us a little bit about what people would expect when they come. I hear there, there may be some special kineticism involved. <laughs> well, I'm going to spend some time uh, talking about the book and the main ideas in the book, and there'll be lots of time for questions and answers. And if anybody asks, I might even read some excerpts from the book, and I, I think I have a couple of funny stories in there. 
But the big activity at the end is I'm going to ask people to get up and dance. And this is an exercise that's in the book. And the argument is that you can, dancing in the rain, you can actually get up and dance at the same time that you're feeling in your heart and in your soul like things are really awful. And in the process of getting up and dancing and getting a kinesthetic sense of that, you can see that you can go from really feeling bad to feeling fully alive. I feel like this book is really not just for educators, but really for everyone. Is that the sort of intended audience? Indeed. It's focused mainly in terms of the examples on education leaders, but I've had a lot of people who read it and who are not in that business, who aren't even educators, who look at this and say, hey, you know, this is really, this is for me. And along those lines, uh, just today, I had five minutes ago before I came here, um, I got an email from somebody who had just read a review of the book in Inside Higher Education, and he was congratulating me on the, on the book, and he uh, described the book as learning how to do good while staying sane and healthy. And I think that's a lovely way to talk about what the book is. And I think the sanity and health is, are real issues, I think, in a lot of leadership jobs in education and in life generally. And how, how do you, in fact, do good while maintaining your sanity and your health? Well, Jerry, I must say, when it, when it does rain these days, and I'm typically glum when that's the case as I bike into work, I, I do think of your book title and all the work that you've done at the Ed School, and it makes me smile. Good. I should tell you that uh, when I do my meditation in the morning, one of the things that I do uh, when I'm feeling glum, I'll focus on it and try to uh, be aware of what's kind of coursing through my veins, so to speak, at the time. And then I will literally, and I do this on a regular basis, play some music and get up and dance. And in that process, I find that I can really change the way I feel by changing what I do. Typically, people think that you, gotta, you, you have to be motivated to change your activities, but you can change your activities first and in the process change how you're feeling. I got to ask for our listeners, especially devotees to the Ed School deanship, what type of dance do you do? <laughs> it's kind of a crazy dance <laughs> as a dean. Uh, I think that... Um, there's just so many pressures on people in that job, and I, I think of our distinguished dean now and all the things that he has to deal with and people in schools and people in higher education. There's just tremendous level of demand and how to maintain your sanity in the midst of all those demands and how do you end up figuring out how to make a big difference is what this book is about. Can't wait. Can't wait for this upcoming talk. It is on Monday, October 17th from 530 to 7 p.m. in Gutman Conference Center. The name of the book, Dancing in the Rain, Leading with Compassion, Vitality, and Mindfulness in Education, available at hepg.org and books, uh, bookstores across the world. Jerry, it is always a delight when I get to interview you. Thank you. Always a pleasure to see you, Matt. Thank you. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening.